Hello, my name is Paul Boag and this is Digital Insights. And today I want to introduce you to the idea of a UX flowchart. A UX flowchart basically draws inspiration from three tools you're probably already familiar with if you work in user experience design in any way. These are the site tree structure, the information architecture maps that I'm sure you've created before, flow diagrams, which you've probably used as well, and wireframes. In essence, a UX flowchart is a collection of low fidelity wireframes interconnected in the same way as you would with a flow diagram. And this configuration shows the overall site structure, as well as providing some detail of what's gonna go on each of those pages um, and possible secondary navigation. By combining these three techniques, you start to create an accurate representation of your website or mobile app that you, um, as the way that users are gonna navigate through that and the kind of content that they're gonna encounter. And that can be used as a functional specification for a more detailed prototype or even going straight into development. To create your own UX flowchart, you're gonna to need to follow these six simple steps. Step number one, establish the scope of your user flow. Be clear about what your user flow is gonna cover and what it's not. I find it's preferable not just to cover the scope of the site or the app that I'm working on, but actually to include at least one or two of the uh, preceding steps and the steps that follow it. And that helps to provide some context to the project that you're working on. So for example, when creating a UX flow chart for a website, um, include how users arrived on the site in the first place, as that will prove invaluable. Also, you might wish to include any interactions that happen immediately following the user taking action on your site. So for example, any emails that you send to follow up. Step number two, decide on the fidelity of your UX flowchart. Many think of a UX flowchart as just a series of interconnected boxes. Um, and that that represents how the user moves between pages or screens or other touch points. And although that's correct, personally, as I've already kind of indicated, I like to see a little bit more detail where you combine that kind of flowchart with more detailed wireframes. That said, both approaches are valid and which you end up using where on the spectrum between simple and complicated you land will depend on the complexities of the interaction and content that you wanna convey in your map. If the user's journey is just a very simple, strictly hierarchical and straightforward branching flow diagram, then you probably wanna represent it in a flow diagram or um, using a tree diagram or something like that. However, Suppose the interactions become a little bit more complicated and there are many different options with lots of cross-linking between pages. If you try and show that on a, a traditional flowchart, then it's gonna quickly become overwhelming because you're not gonna know very much about what's going on on each page and um, there's gonna be links all over the place and it's just gonna be confusing. In which case you're gonna to want to actually map out those pages in a little bit more detail so you can get a feeling of what cross-linking is happening. Step number three is to find the right tool for creating your type of user flow diagram. 
Now, the, the tool you choose will be dependent on the fidelity of the UX flow chart that you are trying to create. So, for example, if you're just trying to create a very basic flow diagram, you could easily do that in PowerPoint or Keynote. That said, there are some tools out there to help you. For example, Lucidchart um, that makes the process somewhat easier. For more complex user flow diagrams uh, where there's wireframing elements involved, then you're probably going to need to use a tool like Figma or Sketch. Step number four is to start mapping out the site structure. Start by kind of mapping out that overall primary way of navigating through whatever it is that you're representing. What's the main flow that the user will go on and what are the primary points in the journey that may branch? For example, if you're working on a website user, uh, user flow, then your primary branching will be the primary site navigation found in your main menu bar. So just start by drawing these up as a, a series of interconnected boxes. Step number five is then to make note on any related interconnecting or content that's worthy of, of representation on this visual. See, as you're planning your basic flow, you're going to identify secondary navigation connections. For example, you might decide that the homepage really should provide deep links to something more buried in the primary information architecture. So, for example, you might want to show all of your services on the homepage, even though you've got a dedicated section to services. If there's only a few of these kind of secondary links, then you might be able to get away with just adding them as connections between pages. However, as I've already said, this quickly can become messy and make the diagram unreadable. And so in that case, you're probably going to want to just make note of any of these cross-linking so that you can then represent them visually as you kind of flesh out the individual pages. Which brings us on to stage six, which is to flesh out the content and functionality on each of those boxes that you've represented. If you're creating a more detailed UX chart, as I've been describing, you're going to need to revisit each of those blank boxes that represent a page or stage in the flow and identify um, any kind of content or uh, links that need to be included. In most cases, this means showing what kind of content you're intending to display on the screen, uh, but only in a very low fidelity form. However, it might also be worth showing any secondary um, links that you need to include or changes of state like overlays, that kind of thing, or even making notes and representations of back-end processes that you need to um, uh, include in order for the chart to actually be useful. Ultimately, creating a UX flow chart is about finding a balance. You want to visualize um, the com uh, complexity of the interaction, but not to the point where the flow chart becomes unreadable. Too little information and it becomes nothing more than a traditional information architecture or flow diagram. On the other hand, if you put too much work and effort and information into it, you end up building an interactive prototype. Really, a UX flow chart helps me to think through the journey the user will be taking through your digital service and to consider the various stages of that journey. However, they are a lot easier to create than a complete set of wireframes. And so, in my opinion, they're, they're kind of the sweet spot. The sweet spot between the simplicity of a site structure diagram and the complexity of a wireframe. 
And it's that fact that it sits in the middle ground that I think makes it such a valuable tool for us as UX professionals.